Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. You're here with Bolo. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo has a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race, Race Down Under. <laughs> Season 3. <laughs> Sell it, raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the G&T Podcast. Clank. Clank. Oh. Oh, can you hear that? Oh, the ice. Oh, can That's you hear fun. that ice mocha? Oh, and my peach iced tea. Okay, let's be honest. So, um, we bought. I bought Tom a peach iced tea, and I bought myself a caramel macchiato. Yeah, yeah, with those guys. Starbucks gaze. And then today. we just thought we'll just spice it up. And Tom's added a bit of gin. Mm. <laughs> Tom's added a bit of gin to. It's been something I've been thinking about doing for a very long time. <laughs> and um, I've added a little bit of a kalua and a, a, a dash. A dash of uh, vanilla vodka, and Boom. it's just—I mean, it changed the game. Guys, mama. make your own Starbucks cocktails. Yep. That's all we can say. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> if your if your caffeine kick isn't quite enough, if you need something else to take the edge off. It really is. It really is like you know those challenges um, where they have to make trash, take trash and make it treasure. <laughs> That's what we do with alcohol. Because um, Starbucks is trash now, apparently. <laughs> That's good. No, Everyone, yeah, we're really um, enjoying it. So welcome back. Uh, this is your Not first sponsored, time. by the way. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, interruptions. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I'm just excited. We're back down You're under. Drunk. You're drunk. Well, <laughs> yes, everyone, if this is your first time to the podcast, uh, a huge welcome. We'll just give you a quick rundown mm. on how we go. So we, don't, we watch the show through. And as we're watching the show the first time, uh-huh. we'll stop and start and we speak on what we see. Uh-huh. Um, and then we just release the podcast out. We don't like to listen to spoilers. We don't like to listen to anything that is in our own opinion mm-hmm. on the episodes because we don't want our opinions to be diluted. Because our opinions are correct. Yes. Obviously. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the only opinions that matter. Objective, as so, people say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we do our best to get out as quickly as possible, don't we? And really, this show is from our different perspectives as um, as different professionals yes. with different backgrounds, but also just a love letter to Drag Race. It's our favorite show and mm-hmm. these amazing queens who are showcasing their talents. Yeah. So I have a professional background in um, dancing, performing, mm-hmm. and Tom is professionally a psychiatrist. Yes, working mental health. Um, yes. And so we kind of watch it through that lens and um anything mm. that we observe that we can share with you yeah um we, t- we conversate we conversate conversate we conversate just say talk just say talk we conversate more, about it more than anything i think we're just super big fans of the show and absolutely. that's why we do this because we love we love this show absolutely mm-hmm. and i'm originally from down under yeah whereabouts um auckland shout mm. out to anyone in uh south auckland yes yes um hey hey <laughs> i'm maybe someone in auckland so um i guess this is really special for me so i'm really excited to see i mean the scene mm. has just blown up since i left i left mm-hmm. new zealand in what 2017 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the scene has just completely blown up and changed because and there have now, been other like shows and competitions like House of Drag, haven't there? With, I didn't even know about with that. With Keita and Anita and Electra and yeah, the house. Yeah, and if anyone hasn't listened to our podcast that we just did a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. with uh, Queen Kong. Yes, wonderful um, to interview Queen. And actually, if, if, if also if anybody's new, we interviewed Minnie Cooper um, yes. a good few months ago now. Both absolute delights. We love them both. So um, go back and listen to those. You get some mm-hmm. lovely insights and you get to see a different side to both of them. Yeah. Um, both thoughtful, eloquent, very different characters, but equally a- lovable. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And if I don't know if voting is closed, mm-hmm. but 
Queen Kong was nominated for a Logie Award. And so I what think you, voting's still open. It's still open. Brent's so camera. can you please go, if you go to the Queen Kong podcast episode, there is a link there mm-hmm. to go and vote for Queen Kong. Please do. So or, she is amazing. Or go to Queen's Insta, actually. Absolutely. There'll be links there. Yeah. Um, little shout out as well, because I, I know she listens. Um, the a, a very talented seamstress and queen who made uh, a lot of Queen's costumes for... Uh, uh, down under season two, Sherry McCoy. Ooh. So shout out, very talented designer, nice, seamstress. Nice. Yeah, I love to. I love a lot of um, her outfits. She had a really good runway package. Yeah, she had money or mm-hmm. context. Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Another shout out to a long term um, friend of the pod as well. We bumped into a, a friend, an ex colleague of mine, Katie. She may oh, be listening. Yeah, 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 Katie and the husband. Yes, Matt. Yeah, lovely to meet Matt for the first time. But um, shout out to Katie, long term friend of the pod, and. She bequeathed me with a beautiful Mugler, um picture book mm. uh, when I left uh, my last job. So, so uh, if you, everyone take a shot every time Tom <laughs> says Mugler. So should we place our bets? How many times are we, we going to see it as a reference this episode? I mean, there's, I think there's a Mugler reference every episode. Why do you think Mugler is such an iconic inspiration for a lot of these queens fashion? I think it's because Mugler, apart from... The the actual like just disclaimer guys I'm no fashion expert I'm just a fan of of fashion I guess I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination but I think uh, Mugler's designs there's a timelessness to the silhouettes that he created uh, but also it's a really really brilliant example of the intersection between camp and glamour. Um, and his couture shows were just huge events. Um, I think also um, the 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 way that he he used quite diverse um, selection of models at the time as well. Um, he uh, invited people from all walks of life to walk in his runways. Older models, trans women, porn stars. Just like he had like this this openness uh, and an ability to embrace diversity. I think and I think that really speaks to people in our community. Oh. Thank you. Mm. That's very eloquent. Mm. Very eloquent. Okay. Uh, so, yes, again, shout out to Katie and husband. It was lovely meeting you mm. both. It was my first time meeting them. It was lovely it was, meeting you Katie both. Katie felt like she knew you. Yeah, well, <laughs> from listening yeah. to the pod. Well, hello, hello. Mm. Well, hello, hello. Um, so, yes, we are going to be doing Down Under. Yes. Us- I can promise you it usually comes out much faster than what it is today. It's just that I think... We drank a bit last night. Did we? And we weren't in the right vocal space to drop a podcast. We want to be in a good energetic space, don't we? Yeah. And, um, we're, and we're, also, let, let's face it, it was a busy week at work for both of us. And so we were a bit mm, tired. Yes. So. Uh, surprise, we're human. <laughs> yeah, we have bills to pay. Um, we have hours that we slave away to the man, okay? Yeah, I'm, I bleed, okay? You cut me, I bleed, okay? Oh, it's oh, out. God. It's out there human now. Human after all. Okay. Um, let's just get straight into it. Let's go watch the girls and... Um, do you know what? Give a quick rundown of their fashion first impression, but let's try to decipher the entrance lines. There's something new that I'm, oh. I'm throwing at you. Let's decode, let's see what it let's means, decode the entrance yeah, line. Let's see what it means. Cool. We've just seen all of the Queen's work, um, walk through the workroom. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Should we go by them one by one? Yes. And then just give our thoughts, quick thoughts. First thing I want to say is that I love the fact that in the opening montage, uh-huh. we have Ketamine, yeah. a Kiwi winner, we have Spanky Jack, and a Kiwi, a Kiwi winner. winner. But I think my favorite part was that they kept faux fur. 
and yeah. her screaming and <laughs> I actually really wanted to see more Fo Fur. Maybe if there's a, a Down Under All Stars in future. Absolutely. Or I, on a versus the world of some kind. I would love to see Fo Fur make She's a very charming, Fo Fur. Absolutely. She's yeah. just like so energetic and I just I want more. Okay, let's start. First screen to walk through is Hollywood Star, twenty eight. She's from Sydney, Australia. Uh-huh. Her entrance line is lights, camera, action. Everybody wants to come to Hollywood. <laughs> I guess it's a play on her name. She's painting a very glitzy picture. I did notice she's got an American accent, right? Does she, she? It sounds to me. It doesn't sound like she's from Australia originally. Her accent's American. I well, didn't pick up from anything. USA anyway, North American kind of accent. But I thought she looked very glamorous, very polished, very put together. Especially since it sounds like she's not been doing drag very she's long. She's been doing it for one year. She looks the, really good. Love the Naomi Huif. Um The dress doesn't. The, the dress was just like glamour. It doesn't like. It's not very statementy, but it was glamour and beautiful. You yeah, know, yeah, it was understated. Like a, yeah, yeah. It, I wouldn't say understated. It was covered in fringe and rhinestones, but... Um, understated. <laughs> understated for a drag queen. Yeah, for a drag yeah. queen, it is understated. This is the queen. I, I think this was the one the one queen that Queen Kong told us to watch out for. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, she's got a... Uh, she made a good impression. Very confident. Uh, great. Like, she's got a sense of charisma about her, I think. Uh, the next queen is Ashley Madison, 25, from Melbourne. Her interest alone is... Ah, uh, well, don't we love a gay fair? <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, I don't know if it's a reference or something, but nah. um, no. What do you think of Ashley? You know what? I, The outfit's giving me white chicks. You know that scene where they go in shopping and she tries on <laughs> that outfit and it doesn't quite fit? <laughs> do you remember that scene in White Chicks? Uh, and then they're like, just relax, girl. And the hilarious thing is that the shop assistant's like, oh, if you didn't buy it... I'm going to buy it for myself. You look amazing. <laughs> and it, it, it fits so terribly. It's giving me that look. Well, um, I'll tell you. I mean, get ready to take a shot because this is a Mugler. Oh, friends. everyone, get, get your glasses up. I'm pretty sure it is. I think the colours have been switched because it's been switched to like a pastel blue and pink, uh, which I love that colour scheme. But um, it's an early, like it might have been early 80s, late 70s, actually, Mugler kind of. Uh, PVC-ish sort of two-piece. I can picture it right now. One in green, one in red. And I think, I think they're the ones that uh, Joey Arias and Klaus Nomi wore with David Bowie on SNL in the 70s. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong. I'll have to double check. But um, definitely, I'm pretty sure McGlair inspired. I tell you what I love about this um, interaction between Ashley and Hollywood is that when Ashley asks Hollywood to spell her name, Mm -hmm. that's the only... only then did I realize it's spelled differently. It's H O L L Y W O U L D. As in Hollywood. Yeah. Do you know what? You know what it reminded me of? What? You know, there's a scene in Modern Family mm-hmm. where, you know, the gays are meeting the gays. Yes. And then um, they're like, oh, this is Joe. And then Cam's like, Joe? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, just Joe? There's got to be something. He goes, yeah, Joe. J E A U X. And then he goes, there it is. There we go. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. It, gave, it really gave me that vibe. Like, um, there is no such thing as a simple we name. We like to play around with spelling. Yeah. Is yeah. it Jennifer or Jennifer? Jennifer. Jennifer or Jennifer? <laughs> you, yes. that, that was from my shit's crew. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's never simple. It's never simple. Never simple. But Ashley gives a sense of confidence. Um, she gets ragged on quite early for the fact that the, the pants are slipping down a little bit. I wonder if, I mean, just question mark, has she lost weight or something since the fitting? It's possible. It happens. Um, oh, okay. 
It's early days. One outfit, even maybe something just went wrong. Tom, <laughs> calm down. I don't know. I don't know. And next up, we got Floor, 25 from New Zealand, but also giving us some Guatemala flavor. She's like, the Latina is here. And I I think that means she may be Latina. She I may be. I don't know. I don't know. It's from, hard to tell. She's from Guatemala. <laughs> now, this is the one queen I was actually following before the cast was announced. Oh. I must have liked her looks on Instagram. Um, and... I mean, she is polished. She is really, really polished. Do you know what's giving away the level of polish as well? I, I, I think, I think she's wearing body makeup um, on over her clavicles and her shoulders, and to me, that's attention to detail. Sterner mestoy. That's your neck. Um, this is your clavicle. Clavicle. Yeah, and then this is your sternum. So your stern- she- okay, <laughs> wrong podcast. This is, wrong podcast. This is, yeah. this isn't an anatomy yeah, lesson. Yeah. Um, but very, very beautiful. What do you think of her energy? I, I I love your energy. Do you know what I love is that when she was she walks in, mm-hmm. serves face, and then there's a fly. There's a fly that kind of that like so you know funny. attacks her, yeah. and then she's like, "Oh, that fly!" And yeah. then she gathers herself, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then just goes straight back into serve. Very so, very good. When yeah. she when she did that, I was like, "Okay, um, I think I'm gonna love you." I've got a good energy from Floor. I can see her going far. Just one more thing, uh, just to nip back gently. Um, Ashley Madison. To get the pun in her name. No. Well, it's a pun, but it, it's not really a pun. But the joke is that was that website that people used to have affairs. And then oh, all, then all the leaked. names were leaked. Yeah. Oh. So I think that's a funny name. I think that's funny and very irreverent. Okay. Um, so what do you think this is about her? Um, that she's, she's got a whore. Rever- <laughs> yeah. She's got an irreverent sense of humor and she will take your man. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Next up, we got Ivory Glaze, 26 from Sydney. Oh my God! Why didn't anyone wake me up? I I, I don't know if this tells. Well, maybe it'll tell us something about her, but it's definitely a riff off her outfit, which is very like Victor and Rolf meets Pia Moss. Yeah, remember that Pia Moss look with the curlers? Yes, the yes. Venus Deluxe reference on Philippines. Um, I think she looks really polished. Yeah, yeah. What do you think her line says about her, or what kind of energy you're getting from her? Well, you know that line is very much, you know. Do you remember um, Robbie Turner? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know this was happening. It's the I think it's the the take on the fact that oh I wasn't prepared, but I looked this good uh-huh, anyway. Uh-huh, do you know yeah. what? You know what yeah, it is? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that. It's that. So yeah. obviously she's beauty must be her thing because I'm getting that as well because also her description of herself is very much about aesthetic. She talks about cohesion and polish top to toe. Mm. I don't get a sense of her much as a person, but I can tell she's beautiful. Yeah. She is beautiful. And that's all that matters, Tom. Really? I don't need to know who you are. Yeah. Because you're just beautiful. Surface level is what we're looking for here. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. That's that's, that's really the moment that comes. Okay? (laughs) This is the moment. This is the moment that comes. That counts. It really is. Um, And I'm loving the employment opportunity moments here. Mm. Um, She meets her boss. I'm getting a sense that Ashley knows a lot of girls already. Mm. Um, she is employed Ivory is it telling that Ivory says she's the only one who hires me consistently yeah what does that say about Ivory as a performer I wonder well well we'll find out it, that, um, it says a lot and Ashley drops a remark about Hollywood being bitchy as well which is interesting because maybe she is maybe she isn't maybe they've just had an interpersonal conflict we shall see mm. we shall see next up we got Emil um, from Sydney, 28 years old, or yeah. 26. Uh-huh. Who knows? Really? You know, that she does get, she know? Does she know? Does she know who she is? Like, does she know her name? Yeah. Like, she really doesn't know this is happening. She, 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 I mean, Ivory stole your line. 
<laughs> she, she really did. She had to do a retake and then walk in. Can you imagine your first introduction? Yeah. To this is it. You know, you you gather yourself. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You've made the trip. You audition. You make it. You've got all your drag. You're sitting there on the sidelines, and the producer goes three, two. You know, they're like, go in there, hit your spot. Yeah, yeah. And then serve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like really getting ready, and it's like okay, three, two, one. She walks in. And she's, oh my God, line. I don't know my line. And she walks back up. Can you imagine that being your first? And you know 100% the producer told her, we won't keep that in, don't worry. Yeah. We won't keep that in. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> of course we wouldn't do that to you, girl. Well, that's a faux fur, remember? She oh, had to yeah. do like, her hat kept getting in the way. She goes, you got you, something about MSG. I don't oh, know what yeah, it was, but she kept yeah. missing up the line because of her hat kept falling they, them. they do it for some queens. You know who did get two takes on their entrance? Um, Sharon Needles. Sharon Needles. And Willem said, well, can I get another take then? And they were like, no. Yeah. And so Willem saw the writing on the wall from the from, beginning. From the mm-hmm. get-go. Yeah. From the get-go. Uh, with, uh, I, I, Amal comes across already, I, I'm getting a really endearing energy from her and I want to protect her. <laughs> <laughs> um, because like, she seems a little bit overwhelmed, bless her. However, she is beautiful and I love this outfit. The hair, I love that hair. It's so beautiful. Um, and... This outfit is kind of giving me almost like a Richard Quinn vibe with the latex with the pretty dress. Um, usually black with Richard Quinn, but she's gone for red. Um, whether that was her inspo or not, I do not know. But she does look polished and beautiful. She looks amazing. Yeah. Her line is, loosen up assholes, emmels here. Obviously a play on poppers. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you get more... No, I think she just thought about a funny line. I don't think that tells us much more about her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we've got Ivana Drink, 26, <laughs> from Auckland. I don't know about you girls, but Ivana Drink. <laughs> I guess, uh, again, just to play on her name, isn't it? But uh, maybe this, she, maybe she's quite the party girl. Maybe she's uh, uh, there's, maybe there's always oh, time for a cocktail. There's always time for rehab. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, for a cocktail. We support and love Mrs. Kasha Davis yeah, and her surprise sorry. journey. Because now there's always time for... Kindness. kindness um but ivana uh is i mean uh, do you know what i feel i feel a bit bad for ivana with this entrance because all they define her by is being anita's partner we don't know anything else about her mm. well i'll tell you this that made me gag mm. is when hollywood said well if spanky jackson can win then so can ivana you know you can't <laughs> underestimate anyone i was just like wow that's best described as a backhanded compliment maybe ashley was right maybe wow. she is a bitch <laughs> hmm. i mean i was just like oh, i'm just making a call yeah he calling shade yeah i'm calling shade yeah. <laughs> that was shade and i loved it she's in a cute little sort of tuxedo um tutu like dress it's cute she looks yeah. cute her beat is nice She's very pretty. We got next up is Isis Avis Loren. Can we just say that like a million times? There's I something just love about this it name. That is, it's such a pageant name. It so is. If you've got a middle name, pageant. Yeah. yeah. What's your name? Uh, Isis Avis Loren. Now I'm just Can I you Isis? No. Isis Avis Loren's my, my name. Thank you. Isis is all, obviously, you know, she's the Egyptian goddess, isn't she? Loren, I'm guessing Sophia Loren. Avis? Oh. Isn't Avis a car hire company? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there we that's go. That's it. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I want you to serve me car company hire, yeah. mm-hmm. but, but fashion. Mm-hmm. But okay. Fashion. I'll add a bit of Isis and Lauren. <laughs> 33 from Melbourne. Her line is, the goddess is here. Oh, that'll Sh- be it then. Isis, the goddess, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Sorry, so, Kaka. Yeah, you just spoke away from the mic, so I don't know if everyone heard what you said. Isis the goddess. Yes. Okay, thank you. Now, first of all, I just want to um, give a little a note to um, Lux. That this is what 40 inches looks like. Oh, this weave is beautiful. This is it, 40 inches. It was glossy and soft looking. I was really enraptured by her hair. It's it's the real deal. Um, it's the real deal. She clearly has a reputation. Yes, well, yes, according, again, to Ashley, who seems to know everyone. She does. And they have a moment. They have a moment. They have a little stare down. unspoken. Um, so let's see how this progresses, because mm-hmm. I want to know more. Her, her her outfit says to me, dancer, because she's wearing this fitted catsuit. Bit Marco Marco, bit Mugler. Oh, okay. You know? Um but she looks really polished in that mug. You can tell that's a mug that has evolved over the years to a level of polish. Next up, we got Reader Menu, 24 from Hamilton. Another punny name. Reader Menu. Uh, Reader Bitch? No. Reader Menu. What does that tell you about her, do you think? Um, that there's puns. That there's puns in her name, Tom. Yeah. It doesn't give me anything. Oh, I think, you know, she says Reader Bitch. No. Maybe she's a kind queen. Maybe she doesn't like to read. Yeah. Um, I don't want you to read, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she has a stand on the library reading challenge yes. and says no. <laughs> no, no, thank no, you. Shan't. Another one year queen. Um, Floor's funny because Floor's like, who? I've never worked with her. I don't want to. Um, and then she goes, <laughs> she takes her menu. This is a floor. This is how I know I love her. She takes her menu. She says, I'm trying to find what she's serving, but I can't find it. I funny. thought that was fine. Uh, that was great. In contrast, Ivory seems to be quite a fine. Her, her makeup and hair is really gorgeous, especially somebody who's been doing drag for a year. She's from ha- um, Read a menu. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. had to do it for you. Um, she's from Hamilton. Uh, I have been to Hamilton. You have not. I've been to Hamilton. You told me you hadn't. I did not say such a thing because I have. Mm, I don't know why you'd lie about that, but okay. But. My main memory of Hamilton is that wonderful statue of Richard O'Brien they've got there. I was in Hamilton quite regularly because I was in their production at the time of Mary Poppins. Oh, okay. Um, And then it got delayed and then they did the... Then they picked it up again, but then I was like, no, it's too far of a walk. It's just too far of a drive from Auckland. I don't want to be in, a, in it anymore. And I oh. kind of just didn't go back. So, oh, goodness. Yeah, okay. That's, that's my Sorry, Mary Poppins. Hamilton. Yeah. But it was fun. It was great because in the girl who did play Mary Poppins, we ended up working together um, later on. Okay. Yeah. So, there. There we go. That's experience. Go. That sounds real. It sounds like something that happened. So I believe you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Tom. Uh, this have got Bumper Love from Melbourne, Australia. There better be a bar in this motherfucking place because Mama needs a Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I can get on board with any queen who likes a drink. Yeah. I was yeah. like, uh, we're going to get along. Yeah. 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 And, and the, uh, the next thing I wanted to say is... Um, if you're in the UK, go to Iceland, and um, uh-huh. they got Graham Norton Sav Blanc there. About a fiver, isn't it? It's not even. It's seven seven fifty. Cheaper, cheaper than Tesco. Anyway. Six pounds. It's cheap. It's, it's like cheap. a fiver in home bargains. I'm sure. It's, no, it's not. not anyway, anyway, but uh, back to Bumper Love. What'd you get from her name, Bumper? Is that like a, a, a like a like a drug pun? Like taking a bump? Maybe uh, when I thought Bumper Love, I just thought Grace Jones. Oh, okay. Pull up to the bumper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Only because I've just seen her recently in London. Pulls up to the bumper, baby. And then I started singing it in my head. And then mm. I was like, oh, oh, shit, I've missed a few things. What's <laughs> happening? Where am I? 
uh, she gives me uh, veteran vibes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she seems like a queen who has a few tricks up her sleeve. The funny thing is, I remember when Minnie Cooper came in, mm. as beautiful she was um, last season, and yeah. then the younger girls had things to try to go about her age. Yes, they did, yeah. I found it funny that um, Ivory says, I'm very curious about this and planning a costume. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, why yeah and i was like oh okay do you want to save that for the next queen walking in because <laughs> you're um, not you're not playing with yeah, this queen yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't do that we got gabriella labucci from victoria coming in and that's where your question should have been directed to miss ivory <laughs> well i actually love what she's wearing she's giving me like this crochet moschino fantasy oh it's giving it's giving crochet all right it's giving like katia <laughs> crochet yes, yes, it's yes, in yes. the same in family the, the same i know what you mean the house of crochet and the ugly drag episode yes. with john waters i mean this is one of those moments where yeah some people might think it's ugly some people might think it's really fashion forward and i think more the latter i love her wool hair i think she the whoopee cushion gag was fun she's gonna be our kooky camp queen and i can't wait to see her in a design challenge especially if she made this herself yeah, I think this girl can think outside the box, and she's going to give us something different. I think she, yeah, I think she is going to um, give us that vibe. Absolutely, her entrance is it smells like fart in here. And then she goes, so it kind of just adds to what you just said. She's going to hmm. be our um, our kooky queen. Um, looks like she's a great time, great spirit. This is the cast. These are the ten queens uh-huh, selected uh-huh. by RuPaul and producers. Yes. Yes, to um obscurity. to fight for the crown. Yes, yes. Now, Tom, I need you to give me who's giving you top three vibes. Go. There's a couple who are springing to mind who've just like made an impact. Yeah. Okay. They're... Give me your first one, and we'll say it on the first. I will say at the same time. To okay. See if you're on the same page as me. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Floor. floor. Okay. Cool. So it's just something about her. Yeah. Uh, second. Second. Three, two, one. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Okay. I knew it. Now, the other two is not going to be the same because me and you, I think, but I think for me, those two just really stood out. They did. They really did. Um, who am I thinking of? The Who's other your one? third? Who's your third? Choose, I, choose one more. Oh, can I just have a few alternates for the other? No, just just choose one. Oh, God, name. Okay. Come on, Tom. Jesus. Um, oh, um, Isis Avis Loren. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my pick would be who's the goddess? Isis Avis Loren. Oh, okay. It rolls off the tongue. Isis Avis Loren. Isis Avis Loren. Okay. <laughs> We've got the same top three. Do you know what? Let's say for the next, the whole series, we're not allowed to just call her Isis. Yeah. She's Isis Avis Loren. Isis Avis Loren. Yeah, yeah. nothing, Great. nothing Done. less than that. That is top three vibes to me. Let's see what else we have in store. All right, no mini challenge, but the first thing that we got for the Queens, the Maxi challenge, oh. is they need to entertain us with a Mardi Gras float performance. Oh. Each will write their own verse to a mashup of Rue's song, Super Queen, uh-huh. and Sissy That Walk. Okay. And as a group, they're in charge of their own choreography. Always, always a recipe for success. Yeah. Yeah, never generates conflict or uncertainty. No. Yeah. What's I mean, what's the most difficult thing ever? <laughs> what is more difficult than putting a group of performers who've never met who've each never other. met each other and say, create something now? Yeah. For the entertainment of um I mean not just us but the viewers at home. First of all, um, this is a, and if you fail you you will leave this competition. I love the fact that no one's putting their hand up when they're like, so who's going to take charge for the uh, group choreography? There's, yeah. a, there's, we are performers there, but everyone's like, we, I, 
I watched the show since season one. Yes, I ex- yes. I, I am not putting my <laughs> hand up. I know exactly what this will do to me. I, absolutely. I am not getting my name thrown out there when you ask you should go home. I do. I mean, what the hell was that girl? Is it Ivana? Ivana, yeah. Ivana took the reins with the courier, but then seemed to hand over to Isis Avis Loren. Ivana, I mean... I love you. You know, you're my, you're my Kiwi sister. <laughs> but that choreography. <laughs> what was wrong with it? She's a super queen and roll your hands. I was like, what in the... I love a good hand roll. It was homophobic. <laughs> my, you know what? That's what you do. That's what, you know, when you're actually... For, for example, when you see the NHS walking oh, walking yeah. London Pride, that's what you expect for people who aren't performers <laughs> to do. Yeah? They're like, okay, guys, it's going to be a, a eight count. One, two, three. Just roll your hands and then we'll roll it on the other side and then we'll roll it in the air. You know, something to keep it simple for a group but I, this is a group of drag queens i will have you know no no the no no madonna had a hand roll in her choreo for hung up mm. in the chorus no less tom stop talking but that was why? a deliberate nod to a retro song why are you talking why are you talking why are you talking <laughs> i was i was taken aback i thought it was cute but then it does seem that isis avis loren takes the reins and good Good, because she, I needed someone to pull in the door Delano moment, you know? <laughs> yeah. you she, was like, she was like, I fucking hate it. I'm like, I'm, what is it? She, she, I'm not in She's sync. A, I'm yeah. all salt and pepper. Yeah, I don't know this this end sh- this end sync shit. I, I I love things like salt and pepper. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shout out to Adore by the way. She um shared her truth this week that she is a trans woman and she's transitioning and she looks glowing and happy. She looks amazing. So she looked really at peace. Do you know she's also completely sober now as well? No weed even. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, no weed. She's in therapy and she's just, she's come to this beautiful realization that she's a trans woman and she's, she I, says she's started her journey and she's never been happier. I'm, I'm absolutely happy for her. I'm so yeah, glad really. she's, she's, you know, not that she needed to come out, but I'm glad that she chose to share that with us. Yes. And yeah. I'm also absolutely happy about her sobriety. And her being in therapy, it's just amazing. She's like working so hard on her happiness. It's just, she looked glowing anyway. Also, Emil. You need your POC card snatched <laughs> back. <laughs> I am, I'm, Not a I revocation. Am, girl, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Emil, give me that card. You're speaking on behalf of I am speaking on behalf of every POC in this world. <laughs> give me that card back now. Bless it. She just seems really overwhelmed to be there. Gosh. She seems like blinded by the lights or something. There's, there's something going on with Amol. There really is. She's a bit overwhelmed. Um, I, I re- I'm really looking forward to seeing this final choreography. So again, mm. um, for, for people who are new, we have just watched another portion of the show. We haven't yet seen the uh-huh. the runway. We she haven't yet the seen the performance. So we don't know what it's going to be. Mm. But what we have seen is um, some questionable choreo happening. Um, Ava, Ava get it right please Um, or you can in a pinch abbreviate to IAL okay (laughs) sure if you're running out all these new rules you're throwing at me (laughs) do you know what you know what made me laugh a lot is Ivory in Ivory they're talking about their verses and Mm -hmm. Ivory says I'm taking a risk I'm I'm gonna write I'm gonna sing about 
you know, telling, encouraging people to take a chance and be mm. yourself. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's taking a risk. It's a risk because no queen on Drag Race has ever done that before. You know. It's breaking new ground. Uh, no, but on, <laughs> on a serious note, though, she does become a bit central in the middle here, doesn't she? Well, and she's, she's struggling. I just laughed. I'm like, I'm, I'm just, guys, everyone, please yeah. taking a risk. Okay, <laughs> now hear me out. I'm just gonna think about it. I'm gonna think about taking the chance I, and just being yourself. This is the biggest risk, though. I'm thinking about. I might talk about snatching the crown. Yeah. I mean, it was like two... I was literally saying the same as, guys, I'm going to say, you know, sing something really original. Here's my verse. Oh, girls, I want to slay these bitches. House down boots. Mama Maru, <laughs> I'm coming for the crown. That was... But you know, that's like, okay. You better know it's me. I'm Ivory. <laughs> um, no, so... But like on a slightly more serious note, she really goes through it this episode and it just made me think a little bit about her, her youth and her vulnerability, perhaps. So... Um, there was an interaction when, when she, I mean, you know, she was, she was writing a verse and I thought, I thought Hollywood and Floor and then later Gabriella gave like some quite constructive criticism. I think they gave it in quite a lighthearted way. Nobody was saying her book shit, her drag shit, her hair is shit. She She looks like shit. She's shit. She didn't pull, nobody pulled a raven. Uh, however, not to invalidate Ivory's experience because she felt quite criticised by that and quite undermined and really shook her confidence. I think the thing that sheds the most light on that is when she took a step backstage after the rehearsal and uh, Isis Avis Loren came to say hello. Nice maternal energy from her, by the way, um, came and supported her. And she explained that um, growing up, there was a pressure to strive and achieve within her family, um, something that a lot of people experience. But it sounds to me like from that, she internalized um, quite a lot of criticism and therefore has quite a harsh inner critic. And I think uh, when, when people have that, they're also quite sensitive to criticism when it's not intended. Um, so when she had that what, what I would still call feedback, she experienced it as criticism and it really activated that inner critic of hers and sent her into a bit of a self-confident spiral. Um, sounds like she had some time to think about that. She did She did kind of confront uh, Floor and Hollywood and Gabby with it the next day. Um, I think that individual responses were quite interesting as well because Floor and Hollywood were a bit like... Well, I don't care, really. I didn't really say anything wrong. Um, but Gabby felt compelled to make an apology. So clearly from that, she felt quite guilty. And I thought it was quite... Um, when, you know, the next day when she came and said, mm, guys, you mm. know, I had a moment yesterday and it was because of you three. That, that's what I felt. Mm. Because of you three. And the way that she said it painted a different picture to the interaction that i saw i mean i'm not yeah. there 24 7 but she she made it sound as though they were quite you know harsh yeah. when when you're looking at when i saw the situation it, it was quite casual it was quite like hey mm -hmm. oh, no no don't you think that you should do this i, I thought it was more constructive there's a bit of light-hearted yeah. chiding in exactly. there as well yeah. but the way that she said it Maybe that's how she felt it. You're right. Maybe that's it. maybe it was her experience. Yeah, maybe she yeah. experienced it differently. Mm -hmm. Um but it I don't think it was their intent and I don't think that's how it happened. And I'm I, I'm on team floor and Hollywood. Do you know what? I, I don't think there's any even need for teams. I think like everybody no, I'm starting an Insta I'm starting an Instagram page. <laughs> starting. Follow me, Team Floor and Hollywood. <laughs> Spelled W Yo U L D. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I guess what Thank I saw you. is like, obviously, this may be a bit of a pattern or a procedure for Ivory where she does experience criticism and then feeds it back to people. And she's noticing two different responses here. One is, I would actually say that Hollywood and um, Flo actually end up being a bit alienated from her because they kind of double down. Yeah. Um, and they're a bit like, what's this about kind of thing? So they don't really feel able to connect with her experience, maybe because the way she presented it at the table. I think that's how... Because they felt a bit I... attacked by yeah, it, actually. Absolutely. So her criticism that was inner became outer, to, to my eyes. And then, but Gabby instigated a, an apology response from her um so maybe she actually empathizes more with ivory's experience she might be a more similar person to her um however i think just like my takeaways from that is that ivory's experience was valid those were her feelings um i wonder if she will step away from this and like think a little bit more about her sensitivity to such things and how i hope i hope she learns over time um, for her own sake, because you learn, we, we live in the real world and people do have opinions, I hope over time that she learns to kind of like take a little step back from the feelings and think about the facts at times. Because facts are not friends. <laughs> no, feelings are not facts. Feelings mm. are not facts. Feelings are valid in that moment. Feel them. But like the response needs to be thought about sometimes. Tom, I need to say something very quickly. Mm hmm. The drag queens that I'm, you know, in this moment, it's just it really, and I, and I do feel, I do feel for the queens, and I do feel for Ivory in this moment. Mm -hmm. You know, she's a bit, sh she shooketh from um, mm -hmm. the feedback, but it takes it takes me back to ten years ago and seeing the drag queens before RuPaul's Drag Race, mm -hmm. and you know they're they're just armor plated. They are <laughs> for me. It was. It was political first. It was an if you to the man. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, it, it was queer fighting. It was performance first. It was they yeah. had this amazing ferocity mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to them. And then the beauty came later, maybe, you know. It, maybe, it was, not always. Maybe, not always. <laughs> Excuse the beauty. <laughs> and I, I just feel like it's changed so much that I feel like today, now, anyone who can look good hmm. um, in drag now they're a drag queen and I, there are, mm. I know there's different types of drag but for, for me I'm, I'm i sometimes get very very like like oh like shook when i see moments like this mm. and, and it's just so sensitive and i'm like oh i used to be afraid of i used to be afraid of you i used to be so <laughs> i mean buckwheat oh, bloody hell buckwheat, miss ribena these are the mm. ones that i saw on k road in auckland new zealand these are the queens King, that I remember. Uh, Queen Kong told us about uh, Buckwheat running down the road after yeah, after exactly. fellas that she was chasing off. There it is. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> this is what I remember. I remember. I just remember them being just <laughs> such a an, an amazing specimen mm. of strength, of political power, and then amazing performers. You know, and it's just such a change to a lot of the. You know, when I saw this moment, I was like, oh, I, I feel sorry. Yeah, I, I do feel for you, but I there is the other side of it. That is, I'm wondering, like, hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I think you make a really interesting point. I think, I think my main takeaway from it is that I think it's amazing that drag as a space has opened up and is so inclusive and that so many people feel that they can participate in this art form now. Um, so naturally, that means that a lot of 
younger people who may still be very unsure of themselves or exploring themselves through drag and that could be a very vulnerable process and i think let me just take that last line exploring their joke and finding their drag and yeah I, no there's something in me that feels that ivory hasn't yet really found i, I could agree herself with that, and drag if she's if you're so that. easily you know you know if you're easily hurt about or confused about what people are saying, especially when they're telling you just show us your brand. This mm. is the first time to see it. If you're easily pushed by that, I, I don't think that you have any, 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 any you know, I grounding th- in who your drag is or what your mm. drag is. I, I think it makes drag race a particular challenge if you've got some uncertainty about your um your your identity and drag. Mm. Looking and pretty isn't enough. Okay, I said it. Okay. I said it. Looking pretty is not enough. <laughs> I think. It just I, make- I would know. Oh yes, because yeah. Tom and I would know. We are pretty. <laughs> I wouldn't know. But we, <laughs> but we forced ourselves to have uh, a personality. <laughs> we forced ourselves to be funny. Yeah, it happens now and then. Okay. Uh, I, I I just think um, it's wonderful that the space has opened up. But yeah, certainly it brings challenges because, I, as you say, traditionally I think drag has been a space for outspoken queer artists who are very opinionated so i think there can be a bit of a clash perhaps between the old and the new in a way yeah but i I still think overall that the inclusivity is wonderful and uh, anybody feels that they can participate in drag as an art form and that's fab but yeah drag race is going to be a huge challenge for somebody who's not yet feeling set upon their identity as a queen because it's not just the other queens are going to have opinions it's the judges and now it's the world now it's the world you're right you're right but having said that should we see what ivory feels like she's moved through this let's see what she brings to the stage we have just seen the Mardi Gras performance treated from these queens the performance yeah and i know who i like and i know who um didn't shine as bright yes i yes. i'm sure uh, we both got thoughts yeah so let's just talk about the performance i want to start off with talking about hollywood great great who, place to start who won the episode hollywood was fantastic she was she was so smart to go first and yes. thank god she did because she came in like bam she came in like thunder she kept well <laughs> first of all, her line her her verse was amazing it was clear yeah to the point she goes well, what was the line it was like Welcome to land down, down under. Hollywood, Hollywood comes in, in like thunder. thunder. If you want to see a star, then stop where you are because you yeah, just met the ninth, ninth world, world wonder. wonder. And she sung it and she was amazing. She was powerful. Oh, and she looked so good in there. Everyone get ready for a it shot. Was, it was a Mugler reference. Mugler. The, the iconic uh, motorcycle corset. For, I forget which show, early 90s, Mugler. She was great. Hollywood yeah. was amazing. Um, really, gonna, really great. I'm she was talk fab. About, yeah. I'll talk, I'll talk about my faves. Go on. Um, so do you want to choose the next one? Okay, or? well, Floor. Yeah. Floor okay. was also smart with her placing because she got the beginning of the second segment mm-hmm. and uh, made a real impact there. But having said that, she was a really charismatic performer in her beautiful um, sort of Rio Carnival get up with the fed of all the mardi gras style costumes there i thought hers was the most beautiful okay um, lovely really really gorgeous love that mug she was expressive she was funny uh i really really liked what floor did my top three performers i'll say now was hollywood um bumper love okay and 
I think Ivana. So I liked Ivana. I thought her verse was really funny. Yeah, her, that, um, her verse was really good. Yeah. Um, I'm just here to party. She sounded good. And this is not enough bars. You do not yeah. have enough bars in this verse to tell me about, you know, your life. What, you what, just got to <laughs> come in there and just make it quick. What we, did she sing about her tuck? And her tuck being twice, don't look at a fright. I'm just here yeah, to party. That you know, was, it was funny. Silly, it was, it was, silly, it was, it was silly and funny. And, and I, Mardi Gras. I was like, yeah, th- this is cute. I like you. Yeah. yeah. And then Bumper Love for me was, like, oh my God, you, you know, she was, you know what I loved about Bumper Love? It wasn't just her verse because mm-hmm. her verse was nice and clear and I understood what she said, but it was every time the cameras were on her, Yes. On her, or she was somewhere to be seen. Yeah. Bumper was always on, and I loved it. This queen's yes. been performing. She's a pro, she, isn't she knows. She, she knows yeah. that you have to be on every second. And I want to give this queen a shout out as well. Okay. Because um, she didn't make the top three, but I noticed her. In and your it, eyes, she's not made the top three. I think I know who you're going to say. Who? Should we say after three? Um, three, two, one. Read Rita Menu. Menu. Yeah, Rita I thought Rita Menu. was great. Rita Menu, girl, you know how to perform. Mm. You, I, I think, were you in the Kapahaka growing up? Were you in that? Because like, oh, there was, I was, she was always on, and she's yeah. a great mover. She's a great mover. She's a confident mover really as well. Good. And I loved. It. I wish that she wasn't wearing what she was wearing because. Um, so her movements could be seen a bit more, but maybe okay. maybe this was. But even with even with that on, I I saw every line, every move, every yes. sway, and I it was I loved it. Really interesting what you say because I wonder if we'll find out that she may be one of those queens that even though she's not been a queen for more than a year, she's been performing a lot longer yeah. in other capacities. Her costume, I think, was a Comme de Garçon reference uh, for about 2017, I think. Okay. Um, uh, but I get what you mean. Sure. I get what you mean. It didn't exactly complement her movements. Although I, I kind of like the way it bounced around as she popped like. But anyway, mm. I thought she was great. I think we've kind of identified our top half yeah. there, haven't we? Yeah. So who else do we have? Now, for the ones who I didn't feel shined as as, as brightly, you did shine, but not as brightly. It's a matter you... of degrees, isn't yes. it? You guys are all superstars. Absolutely. But some didn't shine as brightly as others. I want to start with ivory i just i felt like there was no there was no confidence and there was no you know what i didn't believe you i didn't believe Mm. you i didn't believe what you were saying because i don't think that you did either i felt like there was no power or conviction in any of her movements and i just felt it was very dear in the headlights yeah and you know you weren't you just weren't serving and that was Mm. it was sad it was sad to see she looked really pretty with her priscilla hair um, love that little reference there. What I will say is I could really see her trying. I think she was really trying to push through, but I agree with you. I don't think she necessarily has the experience maybe as a stage performer to like shine in this environment. Yeah. My other person that um, I have here is Emil. Yeah. Yeah. Emil, I just, I, I did you know you were on? <laughs> <laughs> Bless her. We've said that she's been kind of overwhelmed all episode, hasn't she? And you know what? I'll tell you who the real shady person is, is the editors, because they made sure we saw every single stuff up from Emma. Do you know what it took me back to? Sorry, not sorry. Where they're giving close-ups on, like, (laughs) Ilona Verley, just, like, standing there, looking happy. No, I think... 
at least Alona kept performing through um mm. through the uh the mess ups, and I think you can always do that. You can always, you know what? If I I forget the steps wrong, I shall still sell it with my face. Yeah. But the face the face was showing. She was Emma. missing the lip sync at times as yeah. well. Bless her. I think her solo bit was actually cute. I thought that she kind of snapped into life a bit. But they showed plenty of her not succeeding in the group choreo or the lip sync. I actually felt that her verse was a little, um, a, a bit... Go on, you've got your hand out like this. You, you're making a gesture. I felt like she was just... You know what? It looked like she was running, running, you know, when you... Marking. I felt like she was just marking it. Like, okay. okay, it's my turn, yeah, I'm I didn't feel like it was 100%. I, think I, I didn't get enough, like, flavor. I didn't get enough, like, mm. performance energy. I get it. I, get, I think her vibe is chill, though, you know? I, her, her outfit was cute. She looked very Susie Quattro in this kind of, like, leather onesie. Um, but, yeah, I get it. One thing, just while we're on the subject, I wasn't a big fan of the camera work of this because there were, no. like, very few, if any, wide shots. Yeah. To see who was doing what. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish there was more of a wide shot so that we could see for ourselves where the parts where they were going wrong, if they were. Um, but but they were really just showing us certain people. They were Yeah. You know, and we've seen it before. We saw it in the disco challenge in season thirteen. Yes, yes, with, um, Dis- discumentary. Disco where they kept trying to they kept editing and hiding got Mick um oh, missing absolutely. up missing yeah, yeah, yeah. up the choreography oh, they kept like yeah they kept like switching the angles yeah. so that so it's hiding it behind tina burner specifically yes. <laughs> and candy so yeah so <laughs> so we know why they're doing it okay um this is going to surprise you who my no i know what you're going to say okay okay three two one i just say this Lorraine. Yeah. yeah i was a bit you know it just felt like she was bored <laughs> The, the delivery just felt very, mm. like, you know, when you, um, not even there, I was going to say, you know, when you, like, record yourself to remind you to do something later. <laughs> but I think even when I do it, it's, it has more. Pick up bog roll. Yeah. I felt like it was there. <laughs> no. I really felt like I, I just, you know, like, or leaving a voicemail. But my voicemails will be more energetic. <laughs> so it, it, I, it just felt like there wasn't, it, it just wasn't. It wasn't, there's going to be technical, it wasn't nice. Okay. <laughs> it just wasn't exciting. I, I, it was just very flazé da. She was a bit flazé da. I think that's the best word. I think such a high expectation was set for Isis Avis Loren mm. because they've told us that she's an amazing performer. There was nothing bad about what she did at all. I think she was just a little flazé da. I do think she looked beautiful. I think this is a Mackie reference that she was wearing. Specifically, you know, the famous Mackie flame dress. Everyone's worn it. Cher, Tina and Margaret. Specifically the Tina version, I think, because that had a, a feathery backpack and um, she looked really, really beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, was, I think in the group choreo, she was hitting everything as far as I could tell. Yeah, look, I think it was just a bit lacking. Okay, okay. I do get what you mean and our expectations were set high for her. Um, Let's talk about um, Labucci. Labucci. I think Labucci was great. I think I put her mid, high mid. I yeah. think she she did her thing. Um, she was very charismatic and bubbly, distinctive, and full, yes. full of character. So I do think she stood out. I think the only person we've not really spoken about is Ashley. Do you know why? Because RuPaul got more airtime on her verse than <laughs> yes, than, than Ashley. Yes. Poor Ashley. It's so like I I'll, hate when they do that. If, yes, don't lead us. Let us make our own minds up. Okay, I don't want. Want to see Michelle cutting eyes at someone. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see. And also, that's like what 
it's a five second verse. Yeah. And you want to give four and a half seconds to RuPaul's face? <laughs> it was unfair. That, that was really unfair to her. Now, let's talk about her outfit. I think you were right. You were saying maybe she's lost weight. This did not fit. I'd guess that this she has lost weight. did so not fit. The corset was slipping down. And this is what Ru was cutting eyes at. But like we could see her little nippy nips because um, the corset was slipping down. But when you look, there's a bit of a gape over the... Uh, hip area as well so I- i'm gonna guess i mean she seems like a polished professional queen i i don't think this is something that we would expect to happen for her her outfits look nice and expensive the fit just seems off unfortunately and i guess that she's lost weight maybe it happens a lot mm. let's have a look at the runway and then make our final decisions on who we think the tops and bottoms should be all right category is what Somewhere under the rainbow. Somewhere under the rainbow. <laughs> but it's Mardi Gras themed, yeah. So first we have Isis Avis Loren. Uh, this looks this looks nice. I mean, she's wearing a a kind of painted cat suit with a lot of stones on it. It looks it looks like an expensive cat suit. She's got her rainbow hair. I'm not a big fan of the boots. I think they cut off her leg a little bit and they're a bit clumpy clumpy. Um, but that's just my taste. Um, but there's the cape. Overall, she looks great. Beautiful padding, beautiful makeup, beautiful hair. She's showing all that off. I love this outfit. I love everything about this you outfit. You love like, color. This yeah. is what it is. Yeah, I, Tom, I have a right to show my color. Okay? I have a right. I have a right to I love color. I have a right to love my color. Mm. Thank you. For, you know what it reminds me of? Like like the um, the butterfly patterns. You know, when you see like a moth or like a colorful moth or okay. a, a butterfly. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. getting. Okay. You know, you know what came to my mind as soon as I said... Butterfly pattern, you know exactly. I know uh, Akira Chanel Davenport. No. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, who sings it as a song? <laughs> butterfly. No, like, butterfly pattern. Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> me. Monopoly phonic. Monopoly phonic. We're hoping to see like again. Butterfly. butterfly. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Inside joke, everyone. Inside <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. So Ivana comes out, and my th- first thought, a bit like Michelle's, was, "Yay, Twister!" <laughs> so she's got this kind of fun, I guess, kind of seventies disco jumpsuit with the uh, polka dot pattern that's multicolored. This is cute. It's fun. It's camp. What do you think? Uh, I think that the hair's not big enough. I, I One thing I'd say about the hair is it looks about three different hair pieces in one. I I, I don't... I don't know. I, I, probably not my favourite My favorite thing Um, mm. I've seen on her. It's cute. It's cute. Um, Do you know what? There's something about Ivana that comes off like she knows she's been recorded she knows she's on tv okay and there well, is something ab- 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 about ivana that's just very like i i don't think I'm, like she's on like she's on let's keep an eye on that let's keep yeah, an like, eye on that and see know, if it's something I, that, yeah I, I can imagine there being a drive to do that on your like first day on tv but like let's see if that's something that persists so if we see the person behind that yeah okay next up we have emerald i'm gonna go first i think this is very Oh my god! I I really feel like I'm attacking Emil this season. Stop <laughs> attacking her! <laughs> I feel like I'm attacking Emil. I love Emil. I think you know what? It's an Emil is actually she's got a beautiful face, a beautiful mug. That mug is gorgeous. That mug is gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Now, having said that, I, this outfit, I I don't. It's a onesie. It's so, a onesie, uh, babe. Okay. So it is it is a simple spandex dress, but it is actually a reference to an artist called David McDermott, who does a. Uh, 
is a, an artist and a HIV awareness activist who makes a lot of and like queer awareness kind of activist who who does you've probably seen them around these posters with these rain, gradiated rainbows with these like uh, profound statements on them. Okay, so this is a reference. Yeah, yeah, to David McDermott. I take it, Emil. I take it right back. I, I get what you mean though. The overall design is not complex, but I think she's showcasing the artist. I think she's wearing one of his pieces in the workroom as well. As a top. Next up, we have Ashley Madison. I um, like this. I, l- I love it's this. It's very Vivian Westwood. Okay, Tom, if we didn't think she had lost weight before. Yeah. Now, this I does not. F- there's a lot of gape. In there's the, a lot in of the, gaping. In the either, either she's borrowing clothes from a lot of her friends who aren't the same size, <laughs> or she's lost weight. There's just, I mean, the fit is not right. But let's imagine that the fit was on. This is, I love this look. Do you know what? Maybe she's a proponent of Free the Nipple. It might be that. Having said that, let's focus on the outfit. It's a bit Stevie Nicks. It's a bit Helena Bonham Carter. It's very witchy. I actually really, really like it. I like the big hair. Absolutely. The, love the it. kind of clashing checks in the skirt it gives me very Vivian Westwood. And there's this kind of like PVC bolero. Uh, overall, I really like the outfit, even if the fit's a bit off. Read a menu. Rita is showing off her voluptuous figure in quite a sort of structured sort of uh, swimming costume. Uh, She says she's representing the gay man flag, which I didn't know we had one. But there we go. Let's check that out later. Uh, Just a nice bit of drapery, like a, a, a little Grecian touch. It's quite simple, but pretty. Yeah, it's yeah, it's simple, but pretty simple, but pretty. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have Bumper Love. I like this a lot. This is giving me old school drag. But um, now, perhaps you can educate me here. Are there some references to Maori culture here? Well, put me on the spot. <laughs> um, so I grew up you know, in New Zealand, and I just see these a lot. And it's a, it's a kōrōwai. Yeah. And it's usually worn. It's like a, a mantle of prestige and honor. Okay. That's great. So I guess... We're seeing a bumper of status as a queen here, and it's lovely to see her honouring her heritage and displaying it. On, is she on... Maori? She hasn't really said it. Oh, I guess I'm. I would. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. For somebody to come on stage wearing a piece, a special ceremonial Maori garment, they probably have to be, wouldn't they? Yeah. Okay. Should, should we guess that she might be? Yeah, and yeah. then we'll we'll find out by the next episode. Yes. Okay. I love this look. Mm. I love. I really do. I love the feathers. Detox with the feathers. Uh, the dress is like this emerald green is gorgeous. The yes. sequins going into the, the feather dress and it's high cut. So I'm getting drag and culture. I'm loving it. It's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. Next up, we have Labucci. Gabriella Labucci. She's given me a really nice, uh, a, a very different perspective on her drag now because she came in kind of full on kind of avant-garde camp and this is quite camp as well but also very fashionable she's giving me very christopher john rogers with this sort of banded rainbow dress i'm seeing a little bit of a gape at the bodice here as well um a little bit of another free nip it's the trend alert today um however i think that the dress is beautiful and i like it she's giving me kind of like a glamorous kind of girl group Mm. 60s presentation do you know what it's a bit on the nose don't you think what do you mean Category is somewhere under the rainbow, and she wears a rainbow. It's like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. But I like how she did it. I thought it was it was it was clean and pretty. 
Oh, Ivory Glazed, you do look gorgeous. Ivory's showing us what she does really well now, isn't she? This is really, really beautiful. There's this this black, uh, kind of like silky or pleathery, I, I can't quite tell, texture to her dress with these, this almost like an artist's palette, these splodges of, of different colour and these bands. I'm getting quite a kind of East Asian feel from the cut. And yes, the pattern of the dress. As did I, Tom. As did I. It's mm. not because she's Asian as well, Tom. It's because of the um, the outfit. This is really okay. beautiful and probably one of the most chic outfits we've seen on the runway so far. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Hollywood star comes out. I mean, I immediately see Black Panther inspiration really, here. Really, really cool and beautiful. Um, yeah. Where do you see the Black Panther elements? Um, the hat. Yes. Um, the outfit. The distinctive beret, and we've, we're seeing the Black Lives Matter fist over the rainbow on her corset. Oh, I love this. Great statement piece, this, and very, very chic, and uh, I love her performance of it as well with, with, with the, the powerful fist at the end yeah. as well. Hollywood, this is your bloody episode. She's done really, really well Absolutely. Today. Yeah. Oh, I love this look it's, by floor. This is beautiful. Now, this is giving me... You know, you talked about butterflies and things earlier. This is giving me an exotic butterfly from the the rainforest of of the amazon she looks really really beautiful uh in this ornate sort of there's like a puffball element to the skirt there's these sleeves and these boot covers and this mask very beautiful it gives me kind of an, an iris van herpen vibe um very very beautiful i love what flora's done here very avant-garde gorgeous for me the winners on the runway mm-hmm. okay is absolutely floor yes Floor, Ivory, Hollywood. Yeah, and I would, if if the fit was better, but I do like it. I really like what Ashley did as well. And actually, I, I love what Bumper did too. She yeah. looks gorgeous. Yeah, but this doesn't do anything for the rankings mm. overall because performance challenges are just so key. So for me, the winner this week is absolutely Hollywood. There's, there can be... In my eyes, no other winner. And we've named our top half yeah. and our half that didn't shine as bright. It, would you place money on who might be in the bottom two? Yes, the bottom two will be Ivory and um, Emil. Amal. Do you know what? Based on the edit rather than the performance, I'm going to say Ashley's going to be bottom three, but not bottom two. Oh. Just because they were like, oh, you know. You're right. They made cutting eyes they, at the, yeah, the they made it, it was quite pointed. It Ashley was. might be in danger, girl. I mean, it was it. It was it. The writing was, was on the wall. Hollywood won. Congratulations, Hollywood. The bottom three are Emil Ivory and Ashley. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Can we just talk about this whole nipple situation that I just yeah. don't understand? Yeah. I mean, on that same stage, we're two topless guys <laughs> waving a flag. <laughs> yes. And we see some nips and now it's not right because they have a wig. What, what's that about? It feels like a funny hell to die on. My, my my feeling about it is I don't really care about the nips very much. It feels a bit like Rue taking a little step back into maybe the early days of the show when yeah. so much is about female illusion. And that how maybe seeing in inverted commas boy nipples close inverted commas uh, breaks the illusion or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. That'd be my guess. It was it was a it was a funny thing to give us so much stick over. Really, yeah. It could have been just a gentle kind of like oh you know if you want to you could cover them but 
No biggie. And also, I feel like Labucci is getting the crystal method treatment. She's here. bitchy. This season's crystal method, I think. The, yeah, that just came to me. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> Nobody I'm, said that no, to you earlier, did no, they? No, no. I didn't hear Tom <laughs> saying that while we were watching. And I didn't write it down. I'm like, I'm going to say it before him. Just in the sense that I think the like avant-garde kooky queens, quote-unquote, they... They go one way or the other. Either they fail to understand them and they get booted early on or they latch on to them and they become like this beacon for originality within the season. And I think, thankfully, thankfully she's become the latter because I'd like to see more of her. Now, the lip sync between Emil and Ivory, who are the bottom two. Mm-hmm. First of all, the song wasn't, for me... Like, give them some energy. If this is Mardi Gras episode. Yeah, yeah. Give them something very Mardi Gras, not something like that. And give so, them some Danny Minogue, please. Give, give them, you know, a padam, padam. Oh, padam wouldn't have been out when this was recorded. They wouldn't have padam, padam, would they? Okay, but something. But this was not a Pride song at all. I love this song. It's a classic '80s bop by Men at Work. But yeah, I agree with you for a lip sync song. You've got to be a camp queen who really knows what she's doing probably an older camp queen i would say to do this i th- i think bumper love probably could have killed yeah this. she was like oh damn <laughs> yeah. it they're using this song this week i yeah, could have yeah, killed yeah. her yeah now um in terms of the performance i um I, it was it was a bit slow for me it was mm-hmm. a bit on the nose with some of the dance moves Literal. that they were doing mm. and no one shone here in terms no, no one pulled a beyonce no one came out and was like bam i deserve to stay yeah. it was just very very same pace and you you have you can't just blame it on them sometimes it's mm. the song but then i thought that they could have given a bit more a, a bit more and yeah. and there yeah so it, it wasn't my favorite lips lip sync mm-hmm. i would I don't know who I would choose. They gave more airtime to Ivory. So I guess this means Ivory staying. I'm guessing as well. I would agree with you. There's not much. It was a, a, Let's just say I think it was a bit of an unfair song to give to these queens, both of whom clearly have struggled this episode to project their personality. And both of them seem a little bit maybe inexperienced. So it's an unfair curveball, this, this song really. Um I would say maybe Ivory showed a bit more expression in the face. That's all I would go on. Yeah. I personally can't choose a winner because there was none for me. For me, I would give this a double, a double um, sachet. I would. Rue's done it for less. Rue's done it for less. I will give a double sachet. Honey Mark and Heat and Vivian Panay will be screeching at the screen if somebody stays. If someone stays, they're going to be like, really? (laughs) You are... You're having a laugh. That both da- both stay. Dax and Layla, they'll, they'll be apoplectic with rage. Let's see what they do. Um, so they they did choose a winner, and the winner is Ivana. And congratulations, no, I've, Ivory, not Ivana. Sorry, Ivory. <laughs> it's it's the first. It's the first episode. First episode. Which I've just met. I just met them. Okay, we've just met them. Okay, I've just met just them. Met okay, them. God damn it. Um, congratulations to. Ivory, Ivory, who um, was selected as the winner. and um, Sad goodbye to Amal. Seems like such a sweetie. I just really felt like she was overwhelmed with being there. Um, I just, I, I honestly feel like she walked through the, those workroom doors and was just like, I'm sure she's very different on the outside. I'd love to, to see what she's like to perform outside the show. Yeah. Um, gorgeous queen. Um, bye for now. Yeah. Um, mm. That's it. For, Tom, no. You know, say what you like, but does Ivana look like 
Vinegar Strokes? Like, I keep thinking that's Vinegar Strokes. Every time I see her I on there. I think like Jojo Zahoe. Well, not all, look at us, all brown people look the same. <laughs> you just, you literally just said that she looks like Vinegar Strokes. Yeah. Um, no, she also looks very similar to another brown person. No, Tom, stop it, okay? Does she look like Priyanka? How dare she look you? like Priyanka? Don't put those words jokes, in my jokes. mouth. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Let's just end it there, Tom. Can I just say, next week, the other way. there's something dramatic happens on the runway next week. Well, we'll find out next Rue was expressing concern. Remember when, um, when Tyra collapsed after being named the winner? Rue was like, somebody, somebody get her a paper bag to breathe into you know the paper bag thing yeah, it's very that it's like, why don't you just call the medics then you have them ready right. in case in something goes two, wrong they did not have medics they did not have the budget mama <laughs> no. everyone thank you for listening stay tuned with us all season for Drag Race yes. season 3 we're loving the queens who was your fave quickly before we go um, <laughs> uh, personally Floor yeah mine's yeah. Floor and Hollywood yeah both yeah. great yeah, alright everyone let's just bowl and Dr. Tom we'll see you guys next time lots of love guys see you soon